Colorado's annual legislative session wrapped up on Wednesday night. Lawmakers passed hundreds of bills, but perhaps the most significant piece of legislation received its final vote on the very last day. As Benta Berkland reports, most lawmakers have a mixed take on how the session played out. If there was a theme for the 2017 session, it was transportation. Governor John Hickenlooper and leaders of both parties said it was the top priority. But it took a full four months and a lot of negotiating to ultimately pass Senate Bill 267. Even then, the expansive bill covered a host of other things, but it does add about $2 billion for roads. And it wasn't their first choice. Every session always has a different kind of tenor or flavor to it. This one, we've tackled some really big topics. I think that it's actually in many regards less contentious because it actually passes. That's a sign that people are coming together to compromise. Democratic Representative Dave Young of Greeley is a member of the Bipartisan Joint Budget Committee. This year, lawmakers were forced to cut money from hospitals to avoid hitting a revenue growth cap. Senate Bill 267 removed a fee hospitals pay from counting as state income, freeing up more money in the budget. It was an especially tough vote for Republicans, like Representative Lois Landgraf of Fountain. It's not okay that by the time I walk out of here, I will know that I will have earned myself a primary. Republican Senator Jerry Sonnenberg of Sterling says he's faced backlash for sponsoring the bill. Conservative groups argue that it's an end run around the Taxpayers' Bill of Rights or Tabor Amendment and will increase government spending. But without it, Sonnenberg says some rural hospitals could have closed. I get beat up for a lot of things. For me, it's the right thing to do. The main transportation bill of the 2017 legislative session failed. Democratic Representative Diane Mitch Bush of Steamboat Springs was a main sponsor of House Bill 1242. It really seemed that the anti-tax ideology carried the day, even though the vast majority of businesses all over the state, community groups, local governments were all for the bill. And so things like that are frustrating. The bill would have referred a measure to voters this fall, asking for a half-cent sales tax increase to fund roads, transit, and other local projects. It's not a new concept, but what made this year's discussion unique was the high-profile Republican support. I really thought House Bill 1242 would pass because we had the president of the Senate, a Republican. We had the chair of transportation. It's unusual for the top Republican to back a tax increase. Despite its defeat, Senate President Kevin Grantham of Canyon City says he's still glad he sponsored the bill and worked on it with the Democratic House Speaker. We have a, a diverse caucus. I think the results of the session reflect that. This was possibly, I thought at the time, the best chance for people to decide on how they wanted to fund transportation. Even though his party has a one-seat majority in the Senate, he didn't use his power as president to make sure the bill got to the floor for a full vote, where it would have passed. Process is important, and the president's not above the process. Because of their narrow majority, it was a tough year for swing votes, like Republican Senator Don Coram of Montrose. I think it has been a little more contentious. Everything is contentious because there's always someone working on you for their angle. Coram joined Democrats to pass some of their key budget amendments, like funding a healthy kids survey that tracks youth drug use, suicide, and sexual activity. He supported another of the governor's top priorities, using $15 million from marijuana taxes for transitional housing and other services for the chronically homeless and those coming out of prison. There's been a few occasions that I have been the uh, the lone voice um, 
on something that I think was actually good for my district. In addition to big budgetary issues, lawmakers passed a bill to try to spur condo development by making it harder to sue for construction defects. A measure to modernize public open records laws in the digital age cleared. So did a proposal to pave the way for driverless vehicles in Colorado. Other things like mapping oil and gas flow lines and setting up parameters for pot clubs failed. The governor now has 10 days to either sign, veto, or let bills become law without his signature. I'm Benta Berkland at the state capitol.